When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Frankly, disastrous situation in Afghanistan, which resulted in the death of 13 soldiers, including one from my home state, hundreds of civilians and hundreds of Americans left behind. And in my view, that mission can't be called a success in any way, shape or form, logistical or otherwise. General, I think you should resign. Secretary Austin, I think you should resign. I think this mission was a catastrophe. I think there's no other way to say it, and there has to be accountability. I respectfully submit it should begin with you. That's uh, Senator Josh Hawley yesterday. I watched every second of that thing yesterday. going to tell you about it. But first, I uh, got to explain to Don why I looked at him a second ago during his uh, story that Katie had on uh, employment opportunities here. They're doing a, a job fair, and Katie did a great job on that story. But she mentioned in the story that the guys at the job fair, the employers, the prospective employers, the businesses at the job fair, you know, come come get a job. We got plenty of jobs. Come get a job. You know, it's like candy. Come come get a piece of candy. Right. Right? Sure. Come get a job. But dress professionally. <laughs> they actually have to say that. Right. I mean, what? <laughs> It happens, though. You've conducted job interviews in the past. Oh, my know, God. And you've had people come strolling in, and they look like they just, you know, fell off the turnip truck. You right. Know, it happens. No, 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 off the beach. <laughs> yeah, that too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, no, literally here. I mean, yeah. uh, and all the all the businesses that I've run and all the stations that I've run, because I've run other radio stations, I've run this station four times. And, yes, I've seen, it used to be, right, people would show up and their hair would be good, their, shave would, their face would be good, and their clothes would be nice and all that kind of stuff, and they'd come in and fill out an application, and they smell good, you know, and they talked right. well. And they could shake your hand and look you in the eye. Now, man, they come in in ratty-ass shorts and flip-flops and a half-cut T-shirt and hair that looks like they haven't touched it in you know, however many years they've been alive. Right. And they say, I, I expect a job, and here's what I want to make. I want to make $150,000 a year. I want all of my expenses paid here. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get out there, motor yard. <laughs> That's where you belong. <laughs> I mean, and so they actually have to say that. They right. actually, they're, they're actually telling people to come to this yeah. job fair, but dress professionally. Dress for success. And you know the reason they say that is because they've had that same experience at the job fair. It happens all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, It does. I've interviewed a guy that walked in with a... He had his sleeves cut off his T-shirt, you know, and his arms were about the size of the average pipe cleaner. (sighs) And and a hole in his pants. Of course. (laughs) Like where you're not supposed to have a hole. It wasn't in the knee. Right. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, you know. A little advertising. Yeah. Right. (laughs) This isn't a porn set. Sorry, you're in the wrong place. That wouldn't have worked for him either. Right. But, you know, I mean, it was just. (sighs) 
It was, Unbelievable. Kind, it was kind of a letdown. Well, you know. I'm moving that as another example of the apocalypse and we're doomed. That's, that's over there as well. <laughs> when they have a job fair. Oh, man, my dad used to tell me, put your good boots on, boy, do your hair, do your face, and get your butt out there. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I guess parents don't say that to their kids anymore or no. kids don't take the advice. I have no idea how we got here, but it's a wreck. It's a total wreck. <laughs> they have to advertise that. I always look at it this way. Considering the line of work, we nobody really sees us. You know, we see each other. Well, That's yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah and I thought, well, you know, look at today, for instance. Now, when I showed up for my job interview here eight years ago, I wore a suit. Right. Now, today, I'm not wearing a suit. But you look nice. You look fine. Well, you know, I mean... I'd, no, you look yeah, fine. Yeah, you have to be comfortable when you're in this you don't room look like for crap. eight, nine hours. Right. No, no, you look fine. For, for any business setting that we would be doing, it's called business casual. That's right. what we do around here now. Mm-hmm. I wear a pair of jeans and a button-down shirt every single day. Right. Do you want me to water life. that shirt, by the way? Well, it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is my camouflage. You can see me, right? I can't, well, only from the neck up. That's right, so. because I'm camouflaged from yeah. the neck down. And that's because Elaine's sitting right here behind me. So I've got to camouflage everything from here on down. Right. She's giving me crap about my hair. Um, she she wants me to keep it nice and short, clean, right. all, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I got a little bit of a growth going here. What I'm attempting to do is make it to Sturgis next year. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I heard her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm attempting to make it to Sturgis next year. And, and with long hair. And, yeah, you uh, want to go like, like Dog the Bounty Hunter up there. I'm like. trying to. I, okay. I, it, it, if I do this, it'll make it at least to my shoulders, maybe a little bit past my shoulders by this okay. time next year. If I if I make it. Now, I have great incentive, incentivization. I know. She's, <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, look at my hair. Well, that's right. And yeah. I I won't say what, where yours came from, but Walmart. <laughs> Wal- Walmart 399. Hair but anyway. Hair in the box. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but I won't say that on the radio. Don't worry, Elaine. So um, anyway, yeah. So here's my. Uh, incentive for this <laughs> exactly is that last time I mentioned this all these people sent Nancy these messages and emails saying does it bother you that he's going to grow his hair out mm-hmm. and she said been down this road before he'll make it till about you know four or five weeks in and then it's coming off right it's too so much work but that's it is too much work it's a hell of a lot of work right. but but that's my incentive now now right. now I have make to prove all that wrong now, see, back when we when, earlier this year when you first came back to the studio, because you guys were gone for a year and a half, but when you guys first came back to the studio, you had long hair. Oh yeah, when you when you showed I grew up. it out during the because right. remember pandemic. I called you Justin Trudeau. For That's a right, while. I did. Yeah. I grew it out during the yeah. pandemic. I've got pictures of this stuff. It was down to my shoulders, right? But I hadn't touched it in like uh, 13, 14 months. Yeah, while we were gone, right? And same thing. I finally just got to air. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> so I know this is exciting radio. So um, this will be the whole show today. <laughs> How thrilling Eric was that? With Trey Ware. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we had a lot of noise last night at my house. Do you oh, have noise at yours? Yeah. Uh, Elaine, noise at yours. Chris, noise at yours. Okay, so the noise was everywhere. It's like then 12.30 I got, or so. Yeah, no, it lasted woke, all night, right? Yeah, it woke me up. No sleep. No, not yeah. at all. A couple, uh, couple of hours. And then I told you I got here, yeah. and I'm working away, and it's like about that time, 12.30, 1 o'clock. I'm working away, and boom, 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 boom. And these paper-thin walls are collapsing, right? about to fall in on me. I, I look in Elaine's room. The ceiling's gone. It's completely gone in her room. The ceiling is. So I'm thinking, eh, you know, well, the building's going to fall down. Okay. Well, so I'm going to go outside where it's going to be a little bit safer if the building collapses. And uh, I go out to, um, I'm going to shoot a video. I'm like, boom, 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 and all this going on behind yeah. me. And all of a sudden, one of our 450-foot-tall towers gets hit. <laughs> That's the most unbelievable sound on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. It's a loud, 
boom, like a bomb. Mm-hmm. And then, it because it has these anti-lightning uh, deflectors on the Gee, tower. It's all grounded out and everything else. Yes. Yeah. So blue flames start flying from, <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah. one tower to the other. No, it's the weirdest have thing. Have you it's, seen it? Yes, I have. So I'm sitting there, I was like, and blue flames are shooting across the sky. I said, it's it. It's over. Yep. Jesus is coming back right yeah. now. Right here, right now. It's happening. Yep. And uh, anyway, it was loud. It was incredible. Uh, there's more coming. There's a lot of water on roadways, and you know where your typical flooding, ponding kind of stuff is between where you are and work, so you need to watch out. It's very dark right now, so you can't see that, and you can't see the debris that's on the road either, and here is the weather. Let me tell you what it's going to be like the next couple of days because these thunderstorms are not going away. Uh, some of these heavy thunderstorms that were with us through the night will continue to regurgitate and come back uh, this morning, but the flooding is going to be the major issue. The stuff's trying to get out to the east, and but there's more building a little bit behind it, so we'll deal with this this morning. Later on today, some sun, very warm and humid, a thunderstorm at a few spots, about 90, and then a thunderstorm this evening, and uh, tomorrow as well, and tomorrow about 88. But then it really starts to ramp up again and get serious tomorrow night into Friday, uh, cloudy, humid with a couple of showers and thunderstorms and 82 on Friday with the rain more frequent. And then Friday night into Saturday. So tomorrow night into Friday, Friday night into Saturday are our heavy rain times when we're, we're probably going to see more uh, frequent thunderstorms and rain showers going to be coming our way. Right now, wet. Stay at Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Stay connected. I, I understand that you're the principal military advisor, that you advise, you don't decide, the president decides. But if all this is true, General Milley, why haven't you resigned? Oh. Yeah. That's Tom Cotton. Why haven't you resigned? Huh? Trey Ware here, KTSA. Right there is Chris. Elaine is over here. There's Don. Let's jump into National Coffee Day. National Coffee Day. International Coffee Day in two days. National Coffee Day today. So enjoy your joke. An entire day of a crap show yesterday. I watched every question, every answer. It was blame shifting all day long. These people, including the president, deserve each other. A bunch of rats, a bunch of lying rats, man. Not that I recall. Equals depends on the meaning of the word is, is, when Clinton said that. Not not that I recall, said Joe Biden. When he was asked by Snuffleupagus, did you did you guys tell you to leave twenty five hundred in there? Because he had already asked the question another way before, and and Joe, you know, according, according to the uh, Democrat playbook, he screwed that one up because he said no, nobody ever said that. So Snuffleupagus tried to give him an opportunity to rehab that and, and tell the truth because <laughs> he was lying. And, and 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 so George says again. Well, let me try this a different way. Did any of your military advisors tell you to keep twenty five hundred there? They advise you. No, no. Not that I recall. <laughs> we found out yesterday that indeed all of them, all all of the military, recommended twenty five hundred at least twenty five hundred troops there. Millie said at one point could have gone up to thirty five hundred troops. So Biden lied numerous times to the American people by saying no military commander, advisor, general, nobody 
period. Nobody suggested keeping troops there. Nobody. In fact, Biden said on any number of occasions, including the day after when everything was closed out and he was leaving Americans there, he said he followed all of his military advisors' recommendations to a T. But if you watched what they said under oath yesterday, the president did not. The president went his own way. And what was interesting, and, 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 and look, these guys deserve this. They were left yesterday defending an action that they recommended against. They had to sit there yesterday and defend a president who went out on his own, even though they had recommended something completely different. Yesterday, they had to defend what the president did. They sat there. That's why I'm saying they all deserve each other. They're all a bunch of liars. Then it got to Sec Def Austin, and he was asked how many Americans are left over there. He said, about 4,000, 4,500. 4,500. 4,500. Then we have a lunch break, and somebody got to him and said, State Department said less than 100. So Tim Kaine, the faithful Democrat, remember he ran with uh, Hillary, uh, with Hillary, uh, he, he, that's the first question he asked after the lunch break. So let me ask you, sir, how many Americans were left in Afghanistan? Well, I would like to say that it was less than 100. We have uh, looked at our figures. and Well, just an hour before, he said it was 4,000 to 4,500. Uh-huh. Then Jen Psaki comes to the podium later in the day, and she was asked about whether the military leaders did tell the president to keep 2,500 there because that's what the military leaders had just said. And so the the press asked Jen Psaki during a briefing, hey, what about this? Because the president said nobody suggested that. And Jen Psaki said, well, well, no, no, nobody suggested it. They were really split on that. They were split. Well, that's not what they said. The guys down the hall, well, actually over in another building up the road, they said that they weren't split. They were unanimous to keep the troops. Then there was a time that Biden said al-Qaeda was out of Afghanistan. The military leader said it's not true, and in fact, they are a real threat. They said that yesterday. Biden said the operation was an unmitigated success. The military leaders yesterday said it was not. So you had a president that went off on his own yesterday, and because he went off on his own, well, during Afghanistan, because he went off on his own, Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, 20 years old. Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22. Corporal Kareem Nakui, 20. Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, 31. Corporal Dagan Page, 23. Sergeant Johanny Rosario Picardo, 25. Corporal Umberto Sanchez. Lance Corporal David Espinosa. Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. Lance Corporal Riley McCullum. Navy Corpsman Maxton Soviak. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan Knaus. And Sergeant Nicole G. are dead because of Joe Biden's decisions. And hundreds, if not thousands, of Afghanistans and now are Afghans. And now we got thousands of Americans who are trapped and can't get out and thousands of Afghans who are trapped and can't get out. 
And one of the things that was confirmed yesterday by all those senators is they have been contacted in desperation by those folks over there. Please get us out. We have been abandoned here by the Biden administration. So every time the SecDef Lloyd Austin said yesterday that they are working to get people out, that was another lie, and he was lying under oath. They all were lying under oath yesterday. And what did we find out about Mark Milley in China? China, 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 China. What we found out was that Mark Milley did indeed call China and did indeed say to China, if Donald Trump is going to attack you, I'm going to let you know. But the way Milley put it yesterday, well, you're gonna, there's going to be intel that's going to be flying around. Everybody's going to be calling each other, and I'm probably going to call you <laughs> just to let you know. What we found out, Marshall Blackburn, Republican from Tennessee, Asked Mark Milley, did he talk to to um, Bob Woodward about peril? Yes, he did. Did he talk to Washington Post reporters Carol Lenning and Phil Rucker about their book, I Alone Can Fix It, Donald J. Trump's Catastrophic Final Year? Yes, Milley talked to them. Did he talk to the Wall Street Journal's Michael Bender for his book, Frankly, We Did Win This Election, The Inside Story of How Trump Lost? Yes. Millie did talk to him. Millie leaked all over Washington, D.C., everything that was going on with Donald Trump. And yet, yesterday, on a number of occasions when he was asked, what did you tell President Biden on this occasion? What did you tell President Biden on that occasion? What was your advice to President Biden? He wouldn't say. He said, I never talk about, I never talk about what I talk about with presidents. Milley also testified yesterday that he did not think and nor believe that Trump was actually going to attack China. He didn't believe it. Then why did he call China and tell them that? Why did he call China and say that if we attack you, if Trump attacks you, I'm going to call you? Why did he call and say that when he didn't believe that? And the second thing is, and this is muy importante, this is the first thing. This is the first thing. He reports to one individual, and it's not the sec def. Did you know that? Mark Milley, although he's a general, he doesn't report to Lloyd Austin. You know who he reports to? He reports to the commander-in-chief, the president of the United States. So here's the question. When he was going to call... And he called twice when he was going to call. He called once in October, right before the election, and then he called in January. The October one, he said, was coordinated with Mike, Mark Esper and all that group there. Really? So he didn't work for Esper. He worked for Donald Trump. Why, If he actually believed that Donald Trump was not going to bomb China, why then didn't he go to Donald Trump and say, hey, boss, I'm going to go ahead and call China and let them know everything's cool. All right? He didn't do that. Why? He called China twice. Why? Well, because he was trying to undermine Donald Trump. That's why. And Bob Woodward countered yesterday on CNN, countered what Milley said. Bob Woodward on CNN told Jake Tapper yesterday that Milley thought that Trump was going to cause Pearl Harbor and actually bomb China. Milley didn't say that. So these people really do deserve each other. They're lying. This is blame shifting. This was all over the place. They all should be fired at the very least. Some of them should be locked up. 
But the only one that is locked up is Stu Scheller. Stu is Lieutenant Colonel in the Marine Corps, an honorable, honest man. He's blameless. He had no role in any of this. His crime? Criticizing this. All these actions from these generals and the President of the United States deserves criticism, deserves firing, deserves resignation. Some of them deserve to be in jail. Stu Scheller is the only man that's in jail. Why? He's a man that's in it for the right reasons. He's not to get promoted. He's not. He doesn't want to go to work at Lockheed when it's over with like these guys will. He doesn't want to write a book like these guys will. He cares about his country, and he wants to defend it. He believed in his superiors, genuinely confused by his superiors' unwillingness to admit their error. Immediately after his criticism, his superiors reacted. They didn't apologize for the disaster they had caused and the problems and the deaths that they caused. They had those people killed in Afghanistan. They actually bombed a family with seven children in a car and then lied about it for weeks. They did not, they didn't, you know, take the blame for that. You know what they did, Mr. Scheller? For, for, for just saying we should have accountability on this, they locked him up. He's sitting in the brig right now for doing what these cowards, including Joe Biden, coward in chief, including the three that were sitting there yesterday, cowards for not resigning, all three of them yesterday, cowards for not taking the blame for the loss of life and our standing in the world. We are in more danger today and more peril today than we were a month ago because of the decision of those four men the president, and those three who were sitting there yesterday. All of them cowards. All of them should resign. Is that true? Uh, Senator Cotton, I, uh, yeah. I believe that, uh, uh, well, first of all, uh -huh. I, I know the president to be an honest and forthright man. <laughs> uh, and just, secondly... Just a, it's a simple question, Secretary Austin. <laughs> It's a yes or a no. Did you guys tell him to leave the troops there or not? I'm speaking in tongues. Glory, hallelujah. Yeah, well, they did. And Biden went out on his own. And guess what happened? People died. Resign, Mr. President. Resign, Mark Milley. Resign, Lloyd Austin. Now the country demands it. If you watched this yesterday like I did, they all have been lying. All of them. I'm going to give McKenzie a pass because he seems pretty straightforward on what he has said all along. The rest of them have been lying. And Mark Milley all the way back to undermining Donald Trump and admitting it yesterday. Folks, this is why we're in peril in the United States. It's the leadership like this. Joe Biden, you need to resign. Mark Milley, you need to resign. Lloyd Austin, you need to resign. All of you. Liars. All of you. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Yeah, it rained overnight. We're going to get some more rain. It'll be off and on all the way through Saturday. Got more details about that coming up for you here on KTSA, 210-599-5555. It was uh, quite, a, quite a crap show yesterday, guys. It really was. I mean, it was just um, um, these guys are deceptive. Uh, they were, you know, throwing the blame all over the place, except for 
themselves. They won't take any responsibility for what happened in Afghanistan. Uh, they did indeed leave behind thousands of Americans who have been desperate to get out. They've been calling their senators and begging senators, both Democrat and Republican senators, please get me out of here. Please get me out of here with my family. Uh, the numbers about how many uh, left there changed all day yesterday, depending on when you were watching. Different numbers were presented by the panelists uh, all day yesterday. Uh, what One thing is particularly clear, the President of the United States lies every time he speaks to the American people, out and out lies. He's just a liar. He will not tell the truth about anything. He's lying about what happened in Afghanistan. That became very clear yesterday. He's lying about the infrastructure bill. That is very clear right now. People died. 13 Americans died because Joe Biden lied and went out on his own without leaving the troops there to defend them. He left our military unprotected, and then after he said... I'm going to stay. The military is going to stay until every American is out. And we have left thousands behind enemy lines. They are being tortured and murdered right now. And what does Joe Biden say about their torturers and their murderers? Well, I believe them. They're, they're, they're acting honestly like an upfront group of folks. That's what's happening over there. Resign, Mr. President. You're a cowardly liar. You are too, Mark Milley, and so are you, Lloyd Austin. Resign. Now, in Japan, today, Japan is going to lift all of their COVID restrictions. No more masking, no more mandates for this, no more six-foot distance, no more nothing. Go back and live as if it was the good old days of 2019. Norway did it last week. Japan is doing it right now. What is Joe Biden doing and the radical left in America? Well, they're clamping down. They're firing workers. The VAX mandate to be enforced by fining companies, $700,000. You heard me right. You can read it in Forbes today if you would like to. On Saturday, Nancy Pelosi and the House quietly tucked an enforcement mechanism into the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill passed out of the Budget Committee, sent to the House floor. They're going to vote on it this week. Buried on page 168 of their 2,465-page mega bill is a tenfold increase in fines for employers that violate a section of labor law that deals with, quote, hazards, death or serious physical harm to their employees and that includes the shot mandate the covid shot mandate so what that effectively means is if you as a business person have somebody on your staff that is not vaccinated guess what the feds joe biden can fine you seven hundred thousand dollars seven hundred thousand for each violation north carolina the hospital system over there fired 175 people yesterday for it new york hospitals have been removing anti-vax workers uh, hospitals in new york state have suspended or fired scores of workers at different hospitals throughout the state and now hospitals are fearing for staffing shortages as vaccine deadlines loom the ultimatum is taking effect this week in New York, California, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. They are concerned about how it's exacerbating an already serious staffing problem at these hospitals. And the dictatorship that is the Catholic Church. The Vatican announced yesterday the Pope 
vaccines mandated now for all of their employees. And in Sydney, Australia, where the cops over there actually tackle and take down to the street those people who are not vaccinated say that after they return to freedom in december their plan is december one to open back up in australia but after that when they open back up those who are unvaccinated are not allowed out of their homes they are not allowed to go to shops they're not allowed to restaurants they're not allowed to entertainment venues if you're unvaccinated in australia you're not allowed to do anything all right line one uh ernie hey ernie good morning to you Good morning, uh, Trey. Uh, this goes back, I don't know if you remember him or not, but this goes back to Senator Joseph McCarthy. He he vowed that there were a lot of uh, communists in there. In and there system. were. And, and Trey, don't they uh, don't they screen these guys? They screened me when I came in the, nah. in the military. Now they, they welcome them now. Our military is infested with leftists, with Marxists, with communists, and a lot of them in the leadership positions. Absolutely 100%, Ernie. You betcha. Uh, okay. I, I, I totally believe that these guys at the top are nothing but Marxist politicians who go right along with the Obama philosophy, the philosophy of Soros, the philosophy of Joe Biden and the, and the whole left that is moving our country to what they call European-style socialism, where the entire world is going to live in peace and harmony because we're all going to be socialists. That's exactly where they're moving us. And these guys, these guys that were on television all day yesterday, Ernie, they're part of it. Exactly. And, and like you say, they should resign. They're not going now. to. There's, there's nobody that's going – thank you, Ernie. There's nobody that's going to hold them accountable. The only guy that tried to hold them accountable was a Marine who spoke out He's in the brig right now for speaking out, for doing exactly what these guys should have done in criticizing what happened in Afghanistan. He just, he didn't ask for apology. All he said was, we need some accountability at the top for what happened in Afghanistan. And they locked him up in the brig. That's where he is sitting right now. For what? criticizing what happened in afghanistan the guys who actually did it the guys who actually killed a man and his children the guys who actually got 13 great service members killed and hundreds of afghans killed the guys who actually did that they're fine in fact they're getting promotions in fact when they decide they're going to quit they're going to write books and go to work at lockheed martin you know how that works you've seen that you've you've seen this movie before that's exactly what's happening here all led by President Joe Biden, who himself lied and lied, and, and we have him on video lying time and time again about this. Those guys told us under oath yesterday that they told the president he needed to keep 20, at least 2,500 troops there. Millie said it should go up to 3,500, and the president on a number of occasions said, number one, I, I accepted all my I followed every military commander's advice to a T. I did exactly what they asked me to do, and none of them told me to leave troops there. Andrew, go ahead. You're on. I uh, just had a question. I may have missed it. Maybe I already said something about it before, but I was just wondering about the uh, mandates for the vaccines. Do those also apply to those on government assistance and stuff like that? Uh, supposedly anybody who's employed working for a company that has more than 100 people or if you're working at like a hospital or something like that. If you're working for a government agency, if you're working for the federal government or whatever, yes. Depends on whatever you're doing. 
No, I was talking about government assistance such as welfare and uh, food stamps. And stuff oh like no, that. no, 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 no. Those those people, of course, they don't have to do anything. Nah, you can do you can do whatever you want to break the windows in the house that the government's paying for. You know, pay, government's pay, paying your house, paying your government assisted housing. You can break the windows and knock the toilets off. You can do whatever you want to paint. You graffiti on the wall. You can do all that stuff. That's fine. Oh, that's just great. Yeah. All right. I was just wondering. Thank you. So you bet, much. man. It's the American way. People who get it. I predict a web address. CDW.com slash HPE. Well, in your mind, man. National Coffee Day, and guess what? You're going to need an extra cup of it today because it's still raining. It rained overnight. It thunderstormed overnight. It lightning overnight. It sounded like bombs, red glare, rockets, red glare overnight. It was crazy. And it continues this morning. Now, not so much for those on the east side and the southeast side. Uh, right now, primarily, it's off to the west. You're talking about Hondo all the way down to Divine, up to Medina, all the way up through Bernie. I-10, that I-10 corridor between 1604 and Bernie. Heavy thunderstorms over there right now. Lots of lightning, lots of booming going off. It's a big noisemaker. And 281 all the way up past 46, up through Canyon Lake. Uh, this is all, you know... <laughs> I hate to put it this way because there's flooding out there, too. We've got some runoff going on. But this is really good for the aquifer. We have needed this for quite some time for the aquifer and for our yards and for irrigation and stuff like that. The bulk of what happened overnight has moved off down to our southeast and off to our east right now. But there's more coming from the west, and it's making a lot of noise. Some heavy thunderstorms overnight and again this morning. So be careful driving in this morning because it's all out there. Later on today, clouds and some sun, very warm and humid. A few thunderstorms again this afternoon, high of 90. This evening, a thunderstorm around tomorrow. Tomorrow, cloudiness, a thunderstorm around a high of 88. Tomorrow night into Friday, Friday into Friday night, and Saturday. So Friday night football is going to be wet, y'all. It's just going to be wet. Uh, right now, 66 with thunderstorms. Peaks. The latest updates are on all this. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. That assessment was, uh, was made. We tasked him to make that assessment on the 25th. And uh, he came back and provided his best military advice. Secretary, Kabul fell on August 15th. It was clear that we had thousands of Americans. It was clear to members of this committee who were getting phone calls that we had thousands of Americans in Afghanistan behind Taliban lines on August 15th. And it took 10 days to ask these general officers if we should extend our presence. I suspect the answer might be a little different. So good. If you were asking them 16 days out. Not five days out. So good, man. I, I, I did what I said I wasn't going to do, and I, I watched every second of that hearing yesterday. And that was Tom Cotton, senator from Arkansas, who's going to run for president in 24. And his point was amazing. He said, we had people, you know, Kabul had fallen, and we had people being taken prisoner. All that was going on on the 15th. Nobody asked for any military advice. I'm talking about people at the White House. Nobody asked for any military advice for 10 days until the 25th. And when the 25th rolled around, those guys go marching into Biden, and they tell Biden, hey, we need to keep 2,500 troops here. Milley said possibly up to 3,500. Biden said, nope, yank everybody out. And that's exactly what they did. Everything fell in on itself. Thirteen Americans were killed. Thousands of Afghans were killed in the process. Then Joe goes on with George Snephalopagus over on ABC and tells George, nobody told me to keep any troops there. <laughs> Not that I recall. And he said it several times. He didn't just say it once. And by the way, 
If you're El Presidente and your military commanders tell you, I need to keep, you, you need to keep troops there, you need to keep that. You're not going to do this, I recall, crapola. You recall that. <laughs> you're going to recall if they told you to keep troops there. I, I, I don't recall what I said. Well, you can't control, you can't recall what you had for lunch. And that's why you need to resign. You're cognitively gone. You lie about everything. Everything. He he has yet to tell the truth. Not on one occasion has that man told the truth. And that goes back years, by the way. He's a plagiarist. He steals other people's materials. And you, some of you folks voted for this guy. He's a lying coward who needs to resign. Millie, lying coward who needs to resign. Lloyd Austin, lying coward who needs to resign. Mackenzie, keep your job. In fact, replace Millie. These guys were awful yesterday, folks. If you didn't see it, well, of course you didn't see it. You were working. These guys were awful. I mean, awful. But what we found out, and we'll talk more about this coming up at 635 with John Hayward, what we found out was that, indeed, they told the president, you got to keep troops there. And the president said, nobody told us that. Nobody told me that. Nobody recommended that. And at the same moment, folks, the president was also telling you, the American people, that he followed every recommendation from all of his military advisors. He said that. He said that after the whole thing fell apart. He came out. Remember, he came out in the East Room or whatever it was in the the, uh, White House when we were attacked. And he said, I've been following all of my military advisor's recommendations, all of them. Come to find out, he didn't follow one of them, not one. And 13 great Americans died, all those Afghans died, because of the decisions these cowards made. And and the reason I call them cowards is nobody is standing up to take responsibility. And the only person who's trying to hold them to account is a Marine corporal who is now in the brig for trying to hold them to account, just simply saying, hey, we need some accountability here. These guys are going to be fine. The other thing we found out yesterday about Mark Milley and the whole China call, right? China call. My little China girl. The, the, the whole China call thing. It did happen. It happened twice. And he said when it happened before the election in October, Esper and all those guys, we got a call on line one, guys. Esper and all those guys were all in on it, right? Well, that was prior to the election. Okay. So that happened, and he called China. Then he called China back after the election in January, and he says, hey, look, uh, you know, I, if we bomb you, I'm probably going to call you, okay? I, I'm going to call you. Well, we went through all that, right? We, we all went through that. If we're going to, you know, Trump may bomb you, and if Trump does, I'm going to give you a holler and let you know before it happens. Now, here's the thing about Millie. Millie reports to one person. Do you know who that is? It's not the sec def, believe it or not. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs does not report to the Secretary of Defense. That's not his boss. Do you know who he reports to? The President of the United States. That's the only one that's his boss. The President is the boss of Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, because he's commander-in-chief. Not the SecDef. They're on the same level. He doesn't work for SecDef. So he was not working for Esper. He was not... He doesn't work for Lloyd Austin. He works for Joe Biden. Prior to Joe Biden, he worked for Donald Trump. If you're going to call China and tell China, we're, if we're going to bomb you, I'm going to call you first, 
you march your butt into the boss's office and you say, hey, boss, who, who is Trump, <laughs> and you say, hey, boss, I don't want them freaking out over there, so I'm going to give them a holler, and I'm going to tell them that everything's cool. You good with that, boss? And the boss, Donald Trump, says, yeah, I'm good with that. Give them a holler. Let them know everything's fine. But instead of doing that, he undermines a president that he clearly doesn't like. How do we know he doesn't like him? Because during the presidency of Donald Trump, not after, during the presidency of Donald Trump, he's on the horn to the media in Washington who are writing books about Donald Trump. He's on the phone with them, giving them, leaking them back-channel information to all these people who are writing books. That came out yesterday. We found out who the authors were and the names of the books. Millie. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs, who wouldn't, who would not answer the questions that were put to him under oath yesterday. I don't reveal. I don't talk about my private conversations with the president, except when it was Trump, and he's telling all the people and and all the journalists at the Washington Post who are writing books. Why isn't he in jail? Why isn't he in jail? What's going on? So anyway. Sylvester, you're on. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on this morning, and uh, uh, thank you very much. Hey, uh, we all know who's really running this country. It came out of the house drinker's mouth just the other day. It's Obama who's running this country and who's driving us into the ground. Chris, can, can you I find that? It, let, let's, I, I, I failed to send that to you, Chris, if you could find that. Okay, what you're talking about, Sylvester, I was waiting for somebody to bring it up. Doggone it. Thank you for doing it, Sylvester. Yesterday, and, and we'll find it. We, the audio's out there. I listened to it this morning. I, I just failed. in all the audio I sent to you, Chris, I, I screwed up. I didn't send that one to you. Um, Nancy Pelosi had one too many at lunch, as she usually does. And she's talking about Bill Back Better in a press conference yesterday, right? And I love the new tactic on Pelosi. Because what the TV is doing now, they're getting real close on her. They're doing a close-up on her face when she's talking. So you can smell the vodka through the TV. Phew, baby. So she's up there, and she'd had one too many at lunch. So she's talking about Build Back Better. You know what she said? The same thing she said about got to pass the Obamacare to find out what's in You know, we got to pass it to find out what's in it. Basically the same thing. we got to hurry up and pass the $3.5 trillion. We've got to hurry this up and pass Obama's bill back better. Did you catch it? We have to hurry up and pass Obama's build back better. <laughs> now, you remember years ago when Obama was leaving office, he said, I'd love to find a deal. It would be an awesome deal to serve another term, a third term. I can't do that legally, constitutionally. But if I can find some stiffy to put in there, that I can run it through the stiffy. Nancy Pelosi confirmed that yesterday. That's exactly what's going on. This is Obama's build back better. This is the third term of the Obama administration. Now, that's not a surprise to you because I've said it a hundred times to you. You know that already. But the rest of the world now does, because a very inebriated Nancy Pelosi let, she said what you're not supposed to say. <laughs> when you have one or two vodkas at lunch, nanners, the edit button gets a little foggy. You can't find it. And she couldn't find the edit button yesterday. Obama's build back better.
program. All right, so, Don, when we come back, cool or creepy, okay? We'll play a little game of cool or creepy when we come back. Headed out today to Primo Processing out west in Honda. Looking forward to getting out to Primo Processing. Uh, got a few things that I'm going to be doing this weekend, and I thought what I'm going to do is throw on a couple of their steaks I'm going to grab a T-bone while I'm out there. I'm going to grab a ribeye while I'm out there. No cheap cuts at Primo Processing, only the finest of the most popular cuts. Now, I told you last weekend, I had their fan favorite, the brisket bacon cheeseburger. So good, man. At Primo Processing, when they put their meats together, it's only the finest cuts. It's only done the finest ways, cooked, cured, or fresh meats available. Lots of keto available from Primo Processing. And the nice thing is, I'm going to Hondo today, but you don't have to. You can have it delivered to your doorstep. I had that happen a month ago. I just had them delivered to my doorstep, all wrapped up, all ready to go. So delicious. You won't find better meats anywhere. And you're going to save money by buying from Primo Processing rather than running down to the corner grocery store. Have you seen the price of meats lately? Well, then go to Primo Processing and actually save money. You'll find out more when you log on to their website, primo-processing.com, or you can call them at 830-521-DEER. But do what I do now and, uh, and buy your meats from Primo Processing. The entire family is going to love, love dinner at your place when you uh, serve up Primo Processing meats. It's so, so good, delicious. All right, AccuWeather forecast. Out in the Hondo area right now, it's raining. All the way up through the Bernie area, it's raining. That I-10 corridor between 1604 and Bernie, pouring rain right now. All the way up to 281, 46, Canyon Lake, that entire area. We're having a bit of a respite on the east side, which was not the case at 1, 2, 3 o'clock this morning. It poured rain. It's been loud. It's been raining. Been a lot of lightning strikes overnight. And that's going to continue throughout the morning. So if it's not where you are right now, hang on. It's coming your direction. We've got it moving from west to east right now. I'm looking at Timberwood Park. Uh, I'm looking at Leon Springs. A lot of rain there. I'm looking at Stone Oak pouring heavy at Stone Oak. Halotus getting hammered right now. All that's happening. Moving up to the uh, east and northeast. So it's going to you know, sweep across the city once again as it did last night. Later on today, another chance for a thunderstorm at a high of 90, a thunderstorm around this evening, and then tomorrow, cloudiness, very warm and humid, another thunderstorm about 88. Tomorrow night into Friday, Friday night into Saturday, the chances increase for rain. So if you've got Friday night football this week, be prepared for that. Umbrella, poncho, all that kind of stuff to keep yourself warm and dry. 60s line at KTSA.com plus Facebook and Twitter. Stay connected. Heavy rain in San Antonio right now. Thunderstorms, lots of lightning, and big downpours in a lot of the area, bringing some flash flooding to the area as well. So please be mindful of that if you haven't left the house yet. Be careful uh, with it being as dark as it is. You can't see the ponding, the flooding, and you can't see some of the debris on the road. Okay, so real quick, Don, uh, a real quick game of cool or creepy. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what the item is here and some of the gadgets that are coming out right now. You tell me if you think it's cool or if you think it's creepy. All righty. Real simple? Sure. Okay. Amazon has just released their new uh, hardware lineup, starting with the Amazon Smart Thermostat. When you're ready to go to bed, you say, Alexa, good night, and the thermostat adjusts itself to the temperature that you want it to adjust itself to, or actually Alexa does it. 
Cool or creepy? Uh, that's pretty cool. Okay. The Echo Show 15 is something else they're coming out with. It's a 15.6-inch screen that hangs on the wall. Everything is on there. You can control your smart home devices. You can have a shared calendar in one place. You can send sticky notes to each other up there. Live camera feeds from inside and outside the house will show up there. You can listen to music. You can have a recipe. Anything you can do online will appear on the screen on the wall. Family pictures, preloaded art, all that stuff will hang on the wall in this thing that hangs there called the echo what do you think cool or creepy that's pretty cool you like that okay i have an echo show actually oh do you really well this is a big one that hangs on a wall now you do have one of the little desk ones uh it's the most it's not this one that you're talking about yeah the the last one yeah it's like a 10 inch yeah that's what i got yeah this is bigger awesome yeah so okay so here's one that's uh different but i won't cloud your thinking cool or creepy astro astro is a robot has a periscope camera with an expandable field of view proactively patrols your home, sends you notifications when it detects something unusual. Videos taken by Astro can be saved. Oh, by the way, all this stuff is going to Amazon. Anything, any of this stuff, all of this stuff is going to Amazon. Uh, as, uh, behind the scenes. Astro can detect the sound of a smoke alarm, a carbon monoxide alarm, a glass breaking. It follows you. It's, it's about three feet high mm-hmm. and about two and a half feet wide. It's got a face on it and talks and listens. Right. Um, and it follows you from room to room. Cool or creepy? That's kind of creepy. That is creepy. I've got a couple of chihuahuas to do that now. <laughs> Follow me everywhere I go. They make noise when they hear something that's suspicious. And they're not calling Amazon and telling Amazon what you're doing. No. You know. No. Although sometimes I would prefer that, but the <laughs> incessant need to bark well, That's right. Exactly, know? yeah. The Amazon Glow allows family and friends uh, and kids in real time to have a shared virtual space. There's a, it projects a 19-inch touch-sensitive area, like on the wall or whatever, where kids can play with games and stuff like that. Right, yeah. Cool or creepy? That's kind of cool. Okay. The Alexa Together makes elderly family members feel more comfortable and confident living independently. They can detect when someone has fallen at home, allows loved ones to set reminders, links music services, adds contacts, and uh, and hands-free calling for uh, for elderly people. Well, that's, that's definitely cool. Okay. Hey, Disney, the voice assistant brings beloved characters from Disney, Pixar, creepy, Marvel. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Because <laughs> it said Disney. <laughs> Didn't even we need to wait to yeah. get through this one. It's a 3D show that hangs on the wall and says, oh, you got all the Disney characters. They're creepy. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Halo view of fitness and nutrition. You know all the Fitbits and everything? Sure. Same thing here. Right. Except it's all Amazon. They're getting into that game. You wear a thing on your wrist. You work out. It's got these guys like Tony Horton who tell you how to work out and how to bust your butt and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know. Okay. I, I guess. I just don't need to. You know, I can't stand that. Cool though. or creepy? It's kind of creepy. Creepy. Because, you know, when you're working out, you know, you. you for me, I'm focused on what I'm doing. Yeah. And if I have somebody in my ear in- encouraging me, yeah. you know, it just it, it just upsets me. Well, here's what I don't like. Because of all this stuff, it, it all transmits to Amazon. Every last bit of what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. What I do not like is the fact that they know what's going on with your heart rate, your, your BP, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And that way, anybody can access that and anybody can know what's going on with you. Sure. And that means you go to apply for health insurance down the road. They already know they already what kind know. of health you're in here. Plus, if you keel over, they can send a link to buy a casket there to you your go. family. That's members. right. They probably will. <laughs> so this one, too. You can tell me. Through, I know what I think about this one. All right. They've got the Always Home Cam. It's an autonomous indoor flying camera. 
it can fly a pre-planned route that you set up inside your home. Like you're watching the game on Saturday afternoon. It flies by you. It's flying around inside your home. Or you don't want to pre-plan the, the route. You can just throw it in the air. It's like a drone inside. It's got cameras and stuff flying around inside your home. And if it, you know, detects something that shouldn't be there or something, somebody's coming in your home or something like that, it can notify you like, hey, so-and-so's coming in the back door. Somebody's coming into the garage door. But it's a drone, little mini drone that's flying around inside your home while you're there or not. Yeah, it's creepy. It is totally yeah. creepy. That's totally creepy. Can't say I'll be investing in one of those. Because you know what's going to happen next? They're going to arm it. <laughs> you know that's coming right so i uh, yeah no although I, it would be kind of cool if it would follow me around and when it sees it me, when it sees me going to the freezer to get the ice cream out you know and it sends slams up the, it yeah, shut or it sends up the shock you know? <laughs> look don't give them any ideas <laughs> don't give them any right. ideas it, the point that is that would be useful all of these things, you're going to lose all of your privacy. You, you yeah. Basically, you have, if you've invited Amazon into your home already, it's, you have it's, over, right? it's all over with. Yeah. I was pr- literally praying the other day, and I was in a room where Alexa was, and I was thinking, my prayer was interrupted for a moment. They're listening to my prayer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm right. cool with God listening, but I don't know that I want them listening to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So I don't blame you at all. I just, I had a moment of pause. Yeah. I want God to hear this, and only him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody else hearing this. Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you sometimes, not that I was praying anything bad. Do you sometimes go up to your smart device and say <laughs> the most unusual things? I do it all find, the time. Yeah, I do it all the time. All too. the time. Yep. Uh, I, 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 you know, because they listen all the time. You don't have to say, hey, Alexa, listen to me. Right. They're listening. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes she will get involved in the conversation. Nancy sure. and I will be talking, and then all of a sudden she goes, well, let me tell you guys about this. And she'll just, Alexa will start talking. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I didn't even, we didn't say Alexa. We didn't even say your name. Nothing even close to, I didn't say Mexa, Trexa, right. Fexa. I didn't say anything like that, you know. Sure. So. It picked up on your conversation. Yes. That's just weird. Yeah, totally. And finally, cool or creepy, uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook has announced he's working on the metaverse, which is a universe where it's not real. So you will be able to congregate with friends and family in a congregational setting, sitting somewhere out there, right. I guess in the ether somewhere, mm-hmm. but you're actually going to be there while not being there sure it's like a virtual reality type something yeah. that yeah you're going to be involved with everybody and everybody's going to be together but they're not really it's going to be a whole community right. and he's got the world outreach program working on it because it's bringing the world together all in this well we're all going to be living in that kind of reality mm-hmm. in the future instead of in reality reality that's just creepy that's totally creepy. Very he's, much so. He's investing $50 million in Metaverse. He says it's going to take a little while to get it, but they're working on it. Okay. Take your time. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> no wait, rush. Wait about another 40 years yeah. before you bring that one out. I'll be, be good with that. Right, yeah. Right. Okay. Quick break. We'll come right back. John Hayward will be here. Orsadi Dental. Orsadi Dental is here for your family. You talk about the latest updates in the greatest equipment. Orsadi Dental has the latest updates in the greatest equipment. They want to make sure... Number one, you're safe, and you will be. But number two, that you're comfortable. And so they spare no expense in buying what's necessary to help you feel completely comfortable and pain-free while you're getting the work done at Orsadi Dental. And that might just be regular dentistry that you need done or 
some of these really great cosmetic things they can do with Invisalign to straighten your teeth, with implants to replace missing teeth, all on four implants to replace all of your uppers or your lowers on four posts. I mean, they can do amazing work over there to straighten your teeth, whiten your teeth, give you the healthiest, best-looking smile that you've ever had, and that's right there at Orsati Dental. Do what I did years ago and call them for your first appointment. You're going to love working with the staff over there and the four great dentists there know their job, know dentistry inside and out. At Orsati Dental, 210-479.com. Keep government open. We intend we have to do those imminently, uh-huh. uh, more imminently even, uh, to address uh-huh. the full Obama agenda uh-huh. of building back better. Oh, see, that's what happens when you have one too many vodkas at lunch there, Nanners. The truth comes out. The Obama agenda of build back better. Look, yesterday was an entire crap show. That whole thing with Millie and Austin president lied people died we had troops that died we had marines that died we had afghans that died and all these guys told the president to leave troops in there i don't want to rehash this right now i'm gonna let john do it john hayward from breitbart.com he watched it as i did paid close attention to it and your thoughts this morning sir well, the most important thing to come out of the hearings yesterday is that Biden did indeed lie to the American people. There's no question about it. Either that or he's senile. And if he's senile, then it's time for his administration to admit he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know when all his generals tell him, don't do this. And then he does it anyway and says, I don't remember anybody telling me not to do this. I mean, if that's true, he's mentally unfit and he needs to leave. And if that's not true, then he's a liar, which he has been his whole career. And he lied to the American people. And he did it over something that was very important. People died. Americans died. American soldiers died. Biden drone strike children. He blew an innocent family into hamburger in his fumbling eagerness to prove he was a tough guy after the ISIS terrorist attack on the airport in Kabul. This couldn't have gone worse. And Joe Biden is the person that should be held accountable for this. But instead, nobody's being held accountable. And the only person who told us the truth as the American people, the only person in this whole stinking administration Mm. that was honest with us was the Marine Colonel who's in jail. Mm. The guy who was honest with us was the guy that went on facebook and blew the whistle and now he's in jail because mm. he's, a, he's a whistleblower and apparently whistleblowers aren't sacred anymore i remember when whistleblowers were sacred saints of of clean politics and had to be protected at all costs i guess that's not true anymore now they go to jail oh yeah no they, they did all they could do to protect venman didn't they but no when it comes to this guy they lock him up in the brig and he's waiting to be thrown in i guess leavenworth for the rest of his life for doing one thing and one thing only saying we need accountability and these guys are going to go on and have very lucrative book deals every last one of them but every last one of them is a lion coward and it starts with millie it, it continues on with lloyd austin it continues on now mckenzie's fine let him have his job but it continues on into joe biden and every last one of them every last one of them have to go and i'm i i mean yesterday have to go um we found out from millie yesterday that after refusing to answer questions about what he's telling biden while he was serving Donald Trump, and by the way, he doesn't work for Lloyd Austin. He works for the commander-in-chief. He's telling all of Washington, D.C., the entire media establishment up there who's all writing books about Trump, he's telling them everything that's going on with Donald Trump. 
Yeah, that's that's such a contrast. And really, all of this and the budget battle that you mentioned and, and Pelosi's little uh, stammer there, this is all signposts, I think, on the way deep into the age of mediocrity. We've sunk into this age of absolute mediocrity where everything's a disaster and everybody's a fool and everybody's a liar and everything is running on autopilot now. There's no vision. There's no boldness. There's no leadership. Nobody involved in this administration or government gives a hoot about ordinary Americans. They couldn't care less. They hate you. They have an agenda and part of that agenda is subduing you forever so the middle class can never be an obstacle to their agenda again and everything they do just kind of ticks along as a rolling disaster that nobody's accountable for and nobody can even really explain and it's the same with the budget thing they can't explain their budget stuff it's not a budget it's just another cash grab it's just another huge grab for money and power by a government that has proven it's completely incompetent we should be having urgent discussions about destroying this government and taking the money back the money should be in our hands the freedom should be in our hands. These guys had their shot at everything for 30 years, and they blew it. They blew it with the coronavirus on a spectacular scale. We should be punishing this government and stripping it down. And instead, you get these idiots coming out and saying, well, it's actually free spending because we're going to raise your taxes to pay for it. That's, that's the height of political discourse in America now. It doesn't count as spending as long as we take your money to pay for our spending binge. Let's talk about that for a second because they say $3.5 trillion. It's actually about $8 trillion. $6 trillion of that is financed. Uh, $2 trillion is paid for by every person living and those yet to be born because it's not just putting a tax on Jeff Bezos or on Elon Musk. All those taxes are then passed along and higher, uh, higher uh, spending for us. A couple of th- points about this I've been making on the show consistently, uh, John, and I wanted to bring it up with you. Uh, first of all, the worst time in the world to be doing this coming out of the pandemic, but also as you raise the cost of doing business on these businesses with these confiscatory taxes, they cost the, the the businesses then have to pass those costs on to consumers and the prices go up they also have to let people go so you're increasing the unemployment rolls while the unemployment rolls are at the astronomical numbers right now it's not being reflected every thursday they're at astronomical numbers because this government is paying people to sit home while they're importing not only more human bodies but also covid but then you've got 74 million baby boomers who are leaving the system and now starting to draw down on it. In other words, they're not going to be paying into all this. They're going to be drawing down on it with Social Security and Medicare, and you're piling all these trillions on top of the trillions already, and it's all about Marxism. They call it European socialism. It's Marxism that they are installing. They're getting rid of free market capitalism, and one of the ways they're doing it to ensure that you'll always have Democrat leadership in this country is they're handing out $90 billion to these small community organizers around the country that will pass this cash out for all kinds of things to buy votes and to to hack into systems and all this stuff and they're calling it community investments no it's an investment in the democrat party this thing is the worst thing we have seen happen in our country in over a hundred years it's getting rid of free market capitalism and putting in marxism or of course as they call it socialism Exactly right. And this is how you do it. When you get right down to it, there's only two ways to allocate scarce resources. Either people own them and sell them to each other and do business freely, or the government owns everything and decides who gets what. And we're moving closer to that second model, communism, fascism, give it whatever name you want. But in the end, it's bloody, it's ugly, and it's 
poor. It's poverty. Everything sucks. Nothing works right. Nobody has enough. That's the future that they're steering you towards with these madcap spending bills. And you should be resisting this with all your might. How much longer are we going to fall for this ridiculous scam where they tell us that all the spending is free or they tell us that only the rich people are going to pay the taxes? Don't worry. And then the rich people avoid the taxes because they can afford to do that. They can not only afford good accountants, but they can change their behavior in ways that will evade the taxes. And you can't do that because you're just trying to live your life out there as a working person. So it all comes crashing down on you. You're already coping with Jimmy Carter levels of inflation under Joe Biden. Now he's going to punch you right in the teeth with his tax hikes that are going to make everything radically more expensive and suck more money out of your wallet and leave you more desperate. And then they're going to come along with another $6 trillion spending proposal because now everybody who used to be in the independent middle class is a welfare dependent and you all need government money just to eat. I mean, that's where this is all headed unless you stop it. We should be rising up against this with all our might. One more thing, and I'll let you go. These government mandates uh, on uh, on vaccines, uh, we are now seeing hospitals and, uh, and, and healthcare workers clearing out. 172 being fired in North Carolina today alone. New York City's had a mass exodus. New York, the entire state, has had a mass exodus. Houston, Texas, three hours to our east. Another mass exodus over there. People leaving the healthcare industry left and right. And, uh, and more of these mandates are coming down. Forbes magazine reporting this morning that in that $3.5 trillion bill, the Democrats on Saturday quietly inserted a huge enforcement mechanism where businesses, small all businesses can be fined up to $700,000, three quarters of a million dollars for each violation in their business. While at the same time, we're cracking down, we're putting the screws to workers, workers are leaving because of it. Last week, Norway took all restrictions off. Today, Japan is taking all restrictions off. No masking, no social distancing, no mandates whatsoever in Norway and Japan. We are supposed to lead the free world. We. Well, and, and we're not learning. Nobody's learning from anything that happened. We're all pretending that nothing happened during the last year and a half, and we're back to minute one, and it's time to start doing 15 days to flatten the curve again. We should be looking at Norway, at Sweden, at places that were immensely successful without doing the destructive things that we've done. And I think one of the things we really needed to do when we didn't over the past year and a half is talk about how much damage lockdowns did to our health, how much health care was not rendered, how many people that needed treatment didn't get it for various things other than COVID and how high that death toll got. I don't think there's any doubt anymore that that killed at least as many people as COVID has from all the people that have not received needed medical care. And now what are we doing? Vaccine mandates that are getting rid of all the doctors and nurses so you won't be able to get medical care. It's like we're deliberately creating the same deadly blunder that we did last time because we never had an honest accounting of what happened last year. And we've never really looked at the human cost that was paid for some of these stupid decisions. We just let the same people, Fauci and all the rest of them, go right on making stupid decisions and busted doomsday predictions and madcap demands, and we keep treating them like experts when they failed on such a comprehensive level. John Hayward, Breitbart.com, Dr. Zero, year one. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks very much for having me. Great to have you. John Hayward, uh, read him at Breitbart.com. Matt Spawn, Spawn Law, S-B-A-H-N, Spawn Law, Matt Spawn, a great estate planning attorney. How do I know? Because he's the guy who put our estate plan together for us at the warehouse. And because of life events, and we all have them, right? We all have life events that happen to us. Because of life events that happen to us and our family, we had to rework our, our estate planning. And Matt just was awesome <laughs> to work with. 
And ever since then, he did it for us like 15 years ago, however long ago it was. And uh, and now he has been there every step of the way when something changes in our life, you know. <clears throat> he says, let's do this, let's do that. It's a great advisor. And on all the stuff that we're talking about in this $3.5 trillion boondoggle that the government is trying to pass on you right now, it's really important that you have a plan. It's really important that you know exactly what's going to happen with your stuff, where it's going, how it's going to, all that kind of stuff. And Matt will put all that together for you. This is not something you can chance. Don't die without a plan. Don't die without a plan. Let Matt put it together for you. Matt Spawn at 210-88. in jail. The guy who was honest with us was the guy that went on Facebook and blew the whistle, and now he's in jail because he's a, he's a whistleblower. And apparently whistleblowers aren't sacred anymore. I remember when whistleblowers were sacred saints of, of clean politics and had to be protected at all costs. I guess that's not true anymore. Now they go to jail. Okay, where in Rima is coming up. But before we get there, let me just go through this list. President Joe Biden lied and refused to take the advice of his military leaders, although he said he was taking the advice of his military leaders at every turn he lied. Lance Corporal Dylan Merola, 20 years old. Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22. Corporal Kareem Nakui, 20. Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, 31. Corporal Dagan Page, 23. Sergeant Johanny Rosario Picardo, 25. Corporal Humberto Sanchez, 22. Lance Corporal David Espinosa, 20. Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, 20. Lance Corporal Riley McCollum, 20. Navy Corpsman Maxton Soviak, 22. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan Kanaus, 23. And Sergeant Nicole G, 23. All died. All died. Needlessly didn't have to because President Biden lied and they died. We will never forget their names. We will never forgive him for his actions and his lies. Back.